Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a fitness guru from India, Shwetambari Shetty. Shwetambari, Shweta, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. It's an absolute pleasure. Honestly, mm. I feel privileged to be on your show. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I'm looking forward. Thank you. Uh, Shweta is a fitness expert at Cult.fit. She was the co-founder of Tribe Fitness Club. And as a lot of you know, I'm very partial to authors. So she's an author and we'll talk a little bit about her book as well. So Shweta, let's talk about fitness. And uh, before we get into all, any more details, tell me what is the meaning of fitness? I mean, it can be made extremely complex sometimes, but to me and what I really talk about, even to the people that I connect with is fitness is just general preparedness for life, mm -hmm. right? It's about aging gracefully. And when you have to prepare yourself for the life ahead of you, which is so unknown, mm -hmm. uh, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, every way it's so unknown, right? You just have to be strong. And fitness gives you not just physical strength, but it also gives you some amount of mental and emotional strength. And this is my personal experience. And then secondly, of course, you know, who doesn't want to age gracefully, Correct. right? None of us really want to have any niggles or injuries or health issues after the age of like say 70 and et cetera, right? And, and typically when you don't take good care of yourself, these lifestyle issues, lifestyle diseases, or something or the other keeps coming up. And it, I mean, I've seen my parents go through it as well, despite being extremely active. So for me, I have understood, especially over the years, um, that it is really just being prepared for life, you know, being strong and just aging gracefully. Wonderful, wonderful. And, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about cult fit, you know, and then we'll get into more details. But for a lot of our viewers and listeners who are probably aware of CultFit because we saw some amazing advertising a few years ago, um, what is the scope of work that you handle there? Um, Ashutosh, when we started CultFit, right, which is back in 2016, uh, actually, late 16, uh, we had like one or two centers okay and today we are 200 plus centers across multiple cities mm. right and though me and another colleague the two of us were completely responsible for the entire fitness you know managing the entire fitness portfolio for cult mm -hmm. right and that's how cult started it started just with fitness i mean it was earlier cure fit and then came the eat fit and mind fit and everything else so from two centers, of course, we were not responsible to physically expand the number of, you know, uh, cult centers or buildings. Mm -hmm. But right from hiring, we have like over 2000 trainers right now, hiring to creating every single module of the classes and the exercises that get conducted at cult and, you know, like training the entire team, mm -hmm. uh, you know, giving, get, getting accreditation for these courses, which we have built in-house, all of that was our responsibility, mm -hmm. right? So we were, we were going to places like Shillong, 
to hire to run camps you know hiring camps because mm. we we did realize that people there are you know uh, strong they have an affinity to fitness and they want to make this a career so guwahati shillong like so many different places so hiring was our core and we wanted to hire passionate people mm-hmm. and not you know just people from other gyms or people who are already trainers you know mm. of course they were also welcome yeah. but we realized that uh, i built this profession on passion my colleague also built that on passion so we said we will just get a lot of passionate people together for this project and that's when you know it will really become a strong powerful project right that's exactly what happened so we went across the country we hired we trained mm-hmm. we even did language teaching because a lot of our trainers came especially the boxing fraternity right they don't speak great english and we also did a lot of you know uh, language coaching communication and today uh, all of these trainers are you know so strong so mm-hmm. confident very independent so our core role is really the managing the entire fitness portfolio Amazing. and of course after fitness now we have multiple other things at cult yeah. uh, but that's where it all started and i feel very proud that i've been there from the beginning and we literally built that whole place from scratch fabulous fabulous and before you moved came into cult you had your own venture called tribe fitness uh, club tell me uh, of two separate questions but what is tribe fitness so um it's my first baby <laughs> if i have to and it, it was very emotional when i had to let go but um honestly i never really had any idea of building something like tribe fitness and the name itself was like uh, you know we called it tribe because we wanted to create a very strong community mm-hmm. a tribe of you know people who love fitness who love you know focusing on their health who you know who love doing things outdoor who like like just exercising together which is why we call it tribe but it was a fitness center which uh, focused on making fitness fun so we know that it it is very niche you know fitness itself is quite niche and it's a luxury right mm-hmm. like only in the last few years we see a lot of people taking to fitness quite seriously mm-hmm. otherwise people join the gym drop off and we saw that was a trend nobody mm-hmm. really committed to becoming healthy and fit mm-hmm. so we said what if we make it fun you know will people then stick will people keep coming back and that's exactly what happened uh, ashutosh everybody who joined our club from year 1 to your three until we you know did the uh, the acquisition happen mm. they stuck with us mm. right we didn't have to remind them of the membership renewal we didn't have to do anything it was word of mouth it picked up like magic because everybody loved the group exercise workouts so mm. we were no equipment no gym uh, sorry no machines mm-hmm. right so tribe was just group exercise mm. so you had strength training you had cardio training you had yoga you had dance you had cycling all of that but zero machines I so see. we said you know what you don't need machines to be fit mm-hmm. you can just ensure you have you know you just bring yourself into the center you have a trainer that teaches you everything mm-hmm. and you have a great number of people around you who will motivate you and push you to get to your goal and that was it it was a strong community and i think that community through word of mouth became very successful mm-hmm. uh, which ultimately of course resulted in you know Uh, people looking to acquire us and things Fantastic. like that. And you just mentioned it was an emotional moment, but uh, how 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 did you feel when you actually sold and became a part of a much larger organization? Yeah. 
truth be told i uh, have never been wanting to be a part of anything mass mm-hmm. right i was <laughs> when i had started my career as a fitness trainer i i used to do different different classes through the day mm-hmm. and i was very happy doing it you know jumping from one locality in bangalore to another teaching a group of 30 40 people and being extremely satisfied by the end of the class mm-hmm. and i said this is what i want to do you know uh, change people's lives but then when tribe happened uh, then it was like a step up i was like okay now we're going slightly mass mm-hmm. you know we're going to get hundreds of people into the club so mm-hmm. then of course um, there was you know focus on you know uh, getting a loan and this and that all that happened um but ultimately when you have when you feel like okay this is it you know i have three centers now and let me just work with this for many years to come comes an opportunity and then you're like what do i do with this opportunity it's so tempting but at the same time deep inside i'm saying no you know what this is my blood and sweat and everything so i don't want to and i have never done this for money so now the acquisition is of course making the business bigger larger there is a lot of money involved it was all exciting it took me a long time to decide that i can do this ultimately i made up my mind because i realized if today i could target hundreds of people and change the lives of hundreds of people with cult i will be able to reach out to millions of people because that was the goal and then i sat down and said to myself you know what this is what i want to do change people's lives and that's why i changed my career from being a banker to a fitness trainer so why am i holding myself back and so i just like let's do this you know it's okay if we go mass and that's what our country needs to get fitter so i'll do my bit fabulous fabulous so you know most people are now becoming quite conscious of fitness and on a lighter note i've often said you know when i was much younger i also uh, could afford to buy a treadmill and i had one at home and my children have it in their homes and i joke with a lot of people saying the treadmill at home is probably the most expensive towel drying rack that you can find because yes. that's what <laughs> it ultimately ends up being used for because nobody exercises but tell me you know as an as a fitness expert or a fitness guru how do i determine what is my right fitness uh, regime yeah you know a great question there ashutosh because i think today i'll tell you we're in a space where uh, through social media right a lot of our the fitness you know trainers and coaches and influencers speak about a lot of things fitness mm-hmm. sometimes there's some contradiction sometimes there's too much information right and the user ultimately gets confused right okay what is the right thing for me uh, honestly i have really learned about fitness and well-being and health from my parents uh, mm-hmm. before anyone else right of course i've got the bookish knowledge but i've understood that for any human being to be fit and healthy movement is essential mm-hmm. right what we've done to ourselves in the last decade or two or probably even more mm-hmm. is we've uh, removed that important element of movement from our daily lives because we sit like this in front of laptop for long hours right because all of us have that typical job of sitting in front of a desktop or laptop or anything of phone etc so my advice to everybody who's listening is mm-hmm. do not make fitness and healthy living complex mm-hmm. uh, of course you know i i run gyms i run fitness clubs so i would always promote that and tell people to come into the gyms but i will never ever tell people to force people to go into the gym so i will always start by saying 
walk more often. Okay. Right? If you can incorporate walking often, and when I say walking often is get up and move every hour or two. Move for five minutes, move for 10 minutes because your body is designed to move, mm -hmm. right? If it was designed to be sitting on a chair, you wouldn't have an ankle joint. You wouldn't have a knee joint because it is useless, right? Mm -hmm. But we've, yeah, but we're made this way because we're supposed to be moving more often. Mm -hmm. So the whole concept of this 10,000 step, 12,000 steps, this is a recent phenomena. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it has come about is it's basically telling people that you really need to get to that many steps. Mm -hmm. My father, by 8.30 in the morning, Ashutosh, has already done 12,000 steps, mm -hmm. right? Because he wakes up at like 4.35 in the morning, goes for his long walks, and mm -hmm. that's how he's been able to curb Got or it. rather even control his diabetes and lots of other issues. So do not make fitness complex. Start with the basic that your body is capable of doing. You don't need to you know, really spend a lot of money on expensive gyms or trainers. Mm -hmm. All of that is important at a later point. Yeah. Yeah. But start with walking more often. Do what your body is naturally capable of doing. A step above or step, you know, after moving often is do a nice cardio workout for 30 minutes, you know, every alternate day or every day. Pick up some strength training. It could be body weight or weight training because strength training just helps with your bone density, bone mass and muscle mass. Mm. And these are the two things you want to focus on when you're aging. Right. As you age, you, your muscle mass and your bone mass deteriorates. So to maintain at a good level and to avoid injuries, then you actually en end up doing some strength training and your cardio and etc. to keep your you know, heart healthy, to keep your respiratory healthy and to overall also ensure that your every six months, that blood test that you do, you know, your, all your markers, health markers are normal are green and not like you know abnormal above range below range all of these are the reason why you should exercise so keep it simple don't make it complex start with walking more often wonderful what a fabulous answer and uh, you know uh, a follow-on question from that is that there is so much of a data overload on nutrition along with exercise you know how does the, the common individual determine you know do i need to take supplements what kind of supplements do i need vitamins do i need pills what are your thoughts yeah yeah i know this overload of every information right now thanks to you know quick searches available yeah, yeah. which is very true ashutosh i think we've confused our food as well heavily mm. uh, again i'll go back to being extremely simple what i've learned i've gone through a journey of weight loss after postpartum i've gone through the journey of being extremely strong being able to do really heavy heavy lifting i've not drastically changed what i eat i've not modernized what i eat i've kind of stuck to culturally what i've grown up eating mm -hmm. of course i eat other cuisines of sure. course i like oatmeal which is not a part of my cuisine mm -hmm. but my go-to is always what i have grown up eating right. culturally right i'm from the south of india and from you know Mangalore and I eat a lot of idli, dosa, you know, coconut chutney, uh, boiled rice, which is grown in the in our fields. So high quality, get, has some protein, mm -hmm. dals and vegetables and fish, you know, from coast. So a lot of fish happens, and it's worked wonderful for me from a strength perspective, from uh, you know being healthy, from keeping all my macros and micros and you know minerals and vitamins in check.
So I would say st- focus on eating seasonal, focus on eating what you've eaten culturally, because your body kind of has has gotten used to that, sure. right? Um, you can make changes, of course, like I spoke about the oatmeal, or I'm talking about a salad. But do you need such a drastic change to achieve any fitness goal? Honestly, in my opinion, no. What you need to change, even with your own food that you've grown up eating, is try to reduce the salt, try to reduce the oil or probably minimize it to zero. It's possible, right? Like I've experimented food with literally zero oil and it's possible, but you can take a little bit. It's no big deal. But if you can make that, like, for example, in the north of India, if a lot of people eat aloo paratha, there's no problem with aloo as such. It's, it's good for you. You know, potato is good for you. The problem is the way it's made, right? The amount of excess oil or butter and everything that goes into it. So eat what you are culturally, you know, um, used to what you've grown up eating. Just look at the quantity and look at all the oil and factors that go in, the sugar factors, reduce all of that and you're in good place, right? the only other problem I think we in India face is that we are slightly a carb dense country, mm. right? But the interesting thing to know is that Japan actually eats more carbs than India, right? But we've, we've all seen Japanese, like how they are. They're also very active. They walk a lot, but their food is also low on salt or rather zero salt, mm. right? It's a lot of steamed and stuff like that. And a lot of vegetables and a lot of, you know, fish and raw food and etc which our food isn't india food is carb dense but again we heavily cook it we heavily masala fry it and all of that okay. so food tip for everybody is focus on what you've grown up eating look at all look at that okay mm-hmm. um culturally seasonally look at all of that food mm-hmm. and ensure that on a plate your rice doesn't get overpowered right your rice is the smallest one and everything else should overpower the rice. Very your well. dal, your sabzi, okay. your salad. That is the mantra, that right? Is. That's what I have followed. If you look at my plate, my rice is this much fistful mm. and my vegetables and my dals are like literally two bowls, mm. right? And that not only keeps you full, it helps you with goals like weight loss. It helps you with goals like strength. It keeps your gut very healthy. Mm. It does the magic. Mm. So yeah, nothing very, very different. Stick to culture, season, and look at your plate and ensure you have your carbs, fat, and protein. And we've got enough options of that. And uh, yeah, just just ensure you remove the sugars, fried and you know, the junk and Elsa. everything is fine. Yeah, very don't make it complex. Very, don't make it complex, yeah. And well. also quickly, quickly just touching upon the supplements. We all need supplements only if we don't eat a variety of food which mm. which means if you don't eat enough vegetables and enough fruits which is a lot of variety uh, then you'll find the need to supplement because your minerals and vitamins in the body is deteriorating mm. but if you get everything in the form of food and over the week if you're eating different colors then you may not even need those supplements but before you take supplements consult a qualified nutritionist or your doctor Okay. Well said. Well said. So one more question relating to fitness before I move to your book. Um, How important is yoga as a part of our daily fitness uh, regime? Well, I think uh, it 
something that you can incorporate every single day Correct. with another exercise or without any other exercise yeah. mm. right i remember doing yoga at the age of 6 with my father because he would finish his morning jog go up to the terrace and do his yoga for like 20 30 minutes and i would join him for that so uh, it's not a discipline that i have you know given myself lessons in but we have it at cult uh, i have done a lot of sessions myself and i believe it just tremendous amount of um, good for you right so it focuses on strength of course it mm. focuses on flexibility and mobility now we spoke about strength and cardio a lot over the last few minutes right mm. Mm. but not touched upon flexibility and mobility mm. now your body is naturally extremely flexible and has the mobility it needs like your ankle joint knee joint hip joint shoulder joint right it has all the mobility and even right from the time you see your you know toddlers and etc the way they sit in a deep squat all of this as we grow we lose it why right. because we don't get that mobility and flexibility in the body is not maintained mm-hmm. honestly if you maintain it you will be able to do it even at 75 because if you go to rural india you will still see very elderly women of 80 and 85 sitting in a deep squat as right. a position of rest mm-hmm. right now we don't do that because of lack of activity now yoga building in every day or every alternate day into your schedule can not only give you strength and a great workout but it can keep your flexibility which is the muscle length right flexibility going and can keep mobility of the joints also going strong for a long time what does this ultimately mean for you it means you will be free of injuries for a long time because the moment you deteriorate the joints ability to move and the muscles ability to flex mm. right you are restricting the body from doing what it naturally can do mm. which is why you end up hurting yourself right so incorporating yoga can keep you very safe from injuries for a long time especially if you're otherwise doing a lot of lifting and you know cardio and stuff yoga can be great to complement it on a daily basis mm. it can also be another like it's a workout that a lot of people i know also incorporate in the evenings just before dinner so they then do they do their dinner and then get to bed mm-hmm. right like wait for about an hour or something and get mm-hmm. to bed but what they tell me is that yoga helps them just calm and become calm and actually get them some good sleep so there are multiple reasons mm-hmm. why one should incorporate yoga you know strength flexibility mobility a great workout a great stretch fabulous for recovery after a heavy lifting day yeah yoga is for everyone fantastic fantastic so now i have time only to ask you about your book um, and <laughs> i would love to talk about get moving i mean tell me about this book what got you to write it honestly ashutosh um i i never would have thought you know i could write i still don't think and i'm mm. not a writer okay this mm. is the this is me being very honest with you um it is fitness is something that i'm passionate about getting people to move is what i'm passionate about making people healthy is what i love so when penguin approached me uh and said you know we want you to write a book for us about fitness i know there are a lot of other books on fitness right mm-hmm. a lot of good books out there that people can read uh i just told them look there's only one thing that i would uh, you know be able to write from my heart 
and that would be about movement because it's something that i have learned from my parents from my ancestors from my family because i belong to a village right mm-hmm. called kundapur which is mm-hmm. further down mangalore and we are people who are you know who have uh you know farmlands and we have like these not so dense forests and managing you know run, taking care of all the trees and the plantations so we come from that kind of a, a background you know mm-hmm. so movement and certain things that we do on a daily basis comes naturally to us and that's what has helped us be very very strong and fit for a long time mm-hmm. like my for example my grandmother is 96 and she mm-hmm. walks and she sees clearly and everything my grandfather is a, you know cycles even at 85 you know independent mm-hmm. so all of this i've noticed has been possible because they have moved very often all their life and eaten you know simple foods so i told penguin that if i have to write something i'm not going to make it complex i i need to just write about very very simple stuff so that anyone okay anyone who's never even you know read about fitness or even gone to a gym mm. picks up this book for whatever reason and reads it they will be able to understand how simple healthy living and fitness can be wow. and they were completely on board with the idea mm. so i said yes and which is why uh, ashutosh we named the book get moving mm. because that's like my core you know core philosophy right mm. like keep moving walk more often uh, and and honestly my one year old daughter lives up to it completely right now <laughs> but that was the only reason i said okay because penguin said you know what we want you to write what you feel honestly uh, you know from your heart and also a little bit about your journey because your journey has does inspire you know um, women especially uh, around our country especially coming from a middle class family uh, it it's been very tough but you know you you go past the tough Thank so you. i happily did it and uh, yeah yeah it Thank was it, it's a very simple book if you read it you'll be like i think you'll finish it in one hour no oh, but and it's available on amazon for people who are viewing and listening to us in case they want to buy it hmm? yes okay. it is okay. it is it's a simple book okay basics of what you can do at home ah wonderful wonderful Shweta, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you for this incredible amount of knowledge you have given me, and I'm sure to all our viewers and listeners on fitness and nutrition. I mean, I've learned so many new things, and you know, I thought I was reasonably fit at 64, but I've got many more things to do now that I've spoken to you. Thank you again, and good luck. Thank you so much, Ashutosh, for having me over. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You video cast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.